Okay, guys, welcome week four, December 20 to 25. Uh, this is Christmas week. So just up front, it is a little bit of a different week. There is no workout on Saturday. Okay, so if you are following a few weeks behind, if you're listening to this, you're just going to have to slot in uh, a workout into this, an appropriate workout that just, uh, you know, fits in for the week. So just as a, at a high level, this is our month theme, the overview. Remember, we're in uh, week four, so we've been doing the same thing for four weeks. Electricity discipline is weightlifting, system is ventilation, virtuosity is kettlebell, fun is hero, and then the assessments that you'll see uh, and the you know, front squat, flexibility, kettlebell. Front squats are a progression, and then you'll see this flexibility and kettlebell sort of put throughout the week in the extra credits. So uh, this also is, we can see Tuesday, we have uh, assessing the front squat or building, right? We have the a kettlebell assessment here, and then we have assessed flexibility. So this is actually the final week, obviously with, uh, with Christmas here, we're doing some assessments this week. Anything you want to add on this? Brian? Yeah, if, I mean, the, it's definitely not ideal that we're assessing on Christmas week because we know it's kind of a, a weird week, but next week is kind of like a, a transition week into the next cycle for January. So if you wanted to push some assessments or just let people assess next week as well, you definitely can uh, just because this is a weird couple weeks um, for gyms, obviously. People tend to not want to come to the gym for some reason when it's Christmas week, but you know, like, I got, I have, yeah, you gotta make pie. I gotta, yeah, exactly. Oh, and family to be with. Yeah. I I first, I first go to meal Steve. That shows kind of, yeah. Okay. So (laughs) like what family? Yeah. (laughs) Monday we have, uh, this bookmark, which is a kettlebell dominated day. So we got Turkish get-ups, kettlebell push press and suitcase deadlift. So just kind of keep that in your mind. For the warm-up, we're doing goblet squats, squat, hold, kettlebell press, and then a, a tricep and lat stretch. Then in the preparation for the workout, we're going to go over the Turkish get-up, which is a, a complicated movement, complex movement, lots of moving parts. Uh, and feel free to drop the loads, no loads. You know, using an ab mat is a, is a great way just in teaching the mm-hmm. steps, getting everybody sort of stacked, right? That's a key idea is always stacked. And then and the workout. You can use a shoe too, right? You've you've done that before. That's like the classic. Put yeah, the shoe on the fist. Uh-huh. Put on the fist, yeah. And you got to balance it. The the workout here: Turkish get-ups, kettlebell press, suitcase deadlifts on the right side, or we sometimes do dominant, non-dominant. Um, but this is we're doing right and left. And the whole idea here: you can see these push push-ups at the end. So don't forget the push-ups at the end, right? So we're going back and fourth, right, and then left, and then we got these push-ups. Now, this is a four-quality workout, which means that we're not rushing, we're going four-quality, right, as opposed to four-time or something like that. Now, this can be a little bit difficult to relate sometimes to people. They kind of generally, members, if they're, they, they're thinking everything's for time all the time, they want to do it for time. So just kind of letting them know that uh, it's important that they go nice and steady, nice and slow. Breathe mm-hmm. and burn is the system and upper body, upper body pushes levels consideration. So Brian, how'd this one go and what are the sort of the ideas that we need to know? Yeah, so um, with these, we're kind of treating it like a kettlebell complex almost. So you wanna go through both Turkish get-ups on that last Turkish get-up, uh, getting into the push press. I know it's a little, little wonky because you wouldn't go down on that last Turkish get-up, but you're gonna go right into the push press and then into the suitcase deadlift, and then you'll switch sides do it on the other side but like Nathan was saying it's the four quality you can't really do Turkish get-ups for time 
that's that would be you know <laughs> that wouldn't be very ideal i don't think uh but if you need to take a rest in between, you know, shake it out, reset, you should do that. That way those Turkish get-ups are still looking good as you come over to the other side. And then same thing when you get to the push-ups, you don't have to hop right into the push-ups. Give it a sec, shake the arms out. That way you have 15 unbroken reps, really crisp. Uh, and then, you know, if you can't hold the 15, I would probably drop it down. I don't imagine Brown would have to break up a set of 15 with a one-minute rest and all the, the in-between movements. Same with purple. But for, for blue, if it's starting to break down a little bit, you can go to box push-ups because the goal there is to have like a big set of burning, you know, a, a big Bernie set, not breaking it up into three sets, like grinding through, right? So, so think about that as you're, if you're kind of in between levels, if you have a hard time with push-ups, we want those to be unbroken and Bernie, um, not necessarily super grindy and, uh, and kind of uh, gross looking as I, I would yeah. tell class. Can you hear me better, Brian, right now? A little bit. Okay, yeah. So little... if everybody, if I was kind of sounding like I was far away, as Brian was going through that, I realized that I had the wrong microphone selected. So hopefully this sounds better now. Um, yeah, so uh, the this workout for quality, right? Making sure everything what Brian was saying, uh, you do want to increase weight on the kettlebell as needed, right? Yeah. So this note right here. And mm -hmm. the uh, if we take a look at this the... breathe and burn. Yeah, go ahead, Brian. I was going to say the, the, obviously the Turkish get-ups are going to be the hang up for the weight. So for the, the higher levels, that shouldn't be an issue. They should be able to do a pretty decent weight that allows the, the push press and the suitcase deadlift to be, uh, you know, effective. I would say not effective, but to be challenging the earlier levels, we're really just working on movement quality. So if they feel like they're not quite, they don't quite have enough weight. Uh, for the push press, the suitcase deadlifts, I would keep it the same for the kettlebell push press. But if the suitcase deadlift is way too light, like it's an 18 pound kettlebell, then they can have a separate kettlebell for the suitcase deadlift. Um, that's totally fine. But we, we don't necessarily want to grab a different kettlebell for every single movement, right? So one kettlebell for Turkish get ups and push press, but then if they want to grab a little bit heavier kettlebell for the suitcase deadlifts, that, that's, a, that's not a bad idea. Okay, and then the accessory we have assessed flexibility or uh, the reviewing exercises. This is yeah. sort of the alternative, but it's also kind of like the assessments. So you might as well be used yeah. to the assessments. I'm looking through this. Uh, so 15 minutes for that. Then the extra credit, we got kettlebell. This is five minute EMOM, rest one minute, then another five minutes. So this is part of our progression moving up. We do have our, our assessment coming up later this week. So just be aware of that depending on uh, when, uh, let's just take a look at when it is. So we're on the uh, this Monday and then we're assessing kettlebells on Thursday. So that you should be, even if someone's assessing, which they should be, and they've been doing these progressions, you should that should be plenty of rest time in between oh, yeah. to be able to hit that Thursday. Then uh, Tuesday, we have leg nog. This is front squats and 200 meter run. Okay. So a descending ladder of front squat, 21, 18, 15, 12, 9, 6, 3 with a pretty light weight, uh, you know, 95, 65 at Brown. So it's meant to be done consistently smooth, Bernie, right? That's why it's called leg nog. And then we have this warm up. 5, 10, 15, 10, 5 king squats, front leaning rest to downward dog, and then bird dogs. This moves into our assessment of the front squat, right? So we do have front squats in the workout itself, much, much lighter, right? So sort of in that uh, stamina, those stamina sets, the front squat here, four, three, two, one, or assessing, right? So assess front squat or do this four, three, two, one. And this one wouldn't be to a max. And it also depends uh, on what someone's, you know, working on, but the accumulate 
five to seven sets, eight reps at the white and yellow, five reps at orange and so on. You're kind of familiar with that, but the assessment is super important. If you can't get your people to assess, do that. Then the, the workout uh, descending ladder, front squats and 200 meter run at the earlier levels, we got goblet squats. Okay. So just kind of keeping uh, your mind on that. The goal is sub 18 breathe and burn as a system and the front squat is levels consideration. So yeah, Brian, walk us through this one a little bit. Yeah, this, this feels and goes exactly how you think it does. It's going to be pretty smooth through the 21, 18, 15, and then you'll start to see grimaces and dirty looks from people at about the set of 12. That's what I saw. At least people started to look at me as they came in from the run. Like it was my fault that their legs hurt. Um, and, and you, you really want to get to that point as we're building, right? So as you go through those legs should start to burn and we're kind of fighting the burn in the sets of 12, six, three, but because the reps have dropped, you should be able to get through those pretty easily, maybe not easily, but pretty relatively, you know, easily and right back into the run. So real smooth on those early sets, 21, 18, 15, don't want to rush through those. The faster you go, the, the tighter the density is, right? It may seem counterintuitive, like you just want to get them done as fast as you can and put the bar down. But when you're keeping that constant tension and moving fast, that fatigue builds up a lot quicker. So you want to just move real steady through those. The weight's light enough to where it shouldn't be trouble holding into the front rack. And then make nice and steady on the run. That way you're able to start those sets pretty much right away. And then again, as you get down to the 12.963, just picking up the pace a little bit so that you can finish strong um, in those final few runs. And then for the, the modifications here, the, the one that will change the workout is this air bike. And I'm sure Nathan agrees. Like if we throw an air bike in there with the front squat, it's going to get, a, it's going to change the workout a little bit. It's going to be a lot more of a muscular burn, especially after the first couple rounds that that burn's going to build up a lot more. So just keep that in mind. If you do have to sub the bike in, um, I would sub the bike in for maybe your stronger athletes. So the, the purple and brown. So if you're limited on bikes and rowers, maybe leave the rowers for the earlier levels. That way they can get more of the, the, the feel of the workout and they're not stuck on the bike where these high, higher levels should be able to um, move through the bike at a, at a pretty decent pace. Yeah. The, that bike will definitely burn the legs more. So yeah. if you're doing that, yeah. <laughs> just be aware the extra credit durability, we have four sets, clamshells, dumbbell, hamstring curls, and glute bridges fi filling in those, the holes in the bucket. Like we always talk about uh, the, when we take a look at breathe and burn brisk pace with increasing breathing and burning with each round, expect a deep burn in the legs by the end. So that's your Tuesday. Wednesday, we have a longer workout. We have, uh, and it's much more on the breathing side. You can look at and take a look at that system right away. Whenever you see a heavy breathing, you'll know immediately that the, uh, that the idea is heavy breathing, right? So three minutes, 10 to eight cow row or bike, 10 box jumps, resting 90 seconds. So it's a, the work, the rest is half the work, very classic within the aerobic, you know, endurance world, Thir three minutes, after that of 35 double unders, 15 ab mat sit-ups. So we do have a little bit of stamina stuff here in those ab mat sit-ups. So you could say in this one, it's like morphing to a little bit of stamina, especially after four, you know, 12 minutes total of that. But at the same time, globally, we're looking at this as a heavy breathing. The the goal, eight plus, 12 plus rounds. And I don't think I went over the warm-up, but the warm-up, we got single unders, mountain climbers, and bodybuilders. This is just getting that. If you take a look at those movements, big movements, right? Full body breathing. We're looking to get the breathing up. Uh, and then we're going in this build ink 
eight to eight plus 12 plus rounds on or eight plus on the first three minutes, 12 plus mm-hmm. on the second three minutes, then heavy breathing. And then we got API neurological and core. So yeah, th- how'd this one go? This, this one's definitely a quick workout. Like you're going to need to be moving very fast on these and, you know, not being afraid to put the pedal down early within three minutes. You won't necessarily, especially with these movements, be able to, uh, get to lactic tolerance unless you're very, very high powered, like on the bike and, and the row. Uh, but with the box jumps, with that control of, of the step down, you, you probably won't be able to get to the, that full body burn. So make sure we're stepping down on those box jumps. Uh, of course, you, you know, your ankles are more important than a couple extra rounds. Nathan can attest to that. <laughs> Nathan, I mean, yeah. So uh, making sure that we're going unbroken through the double unders and ab mat sit-ups. There's really no reason to break up double unders. Even if you're tired, right? It's only three minutes. So make sure we hammer through those and the ab mat sit-ups. And like Nathan was saying, you, you will get a little burn in the, the ab mat sit-ups, but it's not going to change how you pace it, right? That's why we, we stick to the heavy breathing system here because the breathing and heart rate will be high. There's always underlying burning in every workout we do there. Even if you're just running, right? You get a little burning in the legs, that's how it's going to be here. You'll have that burning in the abs a little bit, but it won't get to the point where it changes the workout. And then as we go down, um, of course, when we get to the single unders for these earlier athletes, making sure they stay unbroken there. And then making sure the earlier athletes sometimes have a hard time holding their pace on the row and bike, but just really emphasizing that high pace or, or quick pace on the row and bike and, and not allowing them to slow down there. Uh, cause we do drop the cows down. So it should be a little bit easier. Um, but yeah, just really, really urgent movement on both of these, both of these AMRAPs. And smooth and urgent, smooth, smooth. Yeah. Places. Everything always smooth, but you know, a little bit more snappiness. Yeah. And so the extra credit core work, we got Jefferson curls, arch body holds, V-ups, and then a boat pose four sets with 90 seconds. Again, the extra credit, I, I mentioned this pretty frequently, but it's all about giving your folks opportunities to work on some weaknesses and to give them a little bit of homework or something like that to do. So the uh, that's your Wednesday, Thursday here. We have, we're opening up with RDLs, calf raises, air squats and dead bugs because we're going into power cleans. So the power cleans, we got one plus one, it's an EMOM. So we're gonna go on the minute, one plus one at the brown and then hang power cleans at the earlier levels. Then we're going to go into our assess kettlebell, right? So we're either assessing kettlebell or we're doing the alternative workout, which is a 10 minute AMRAP of an ascending ladder four, eight, 12, 16 of kettlebell snatch and burpees over kettlebell, right? So in the preparation for that, we're just going to be going over kettlebell swing, making sure to get everybody nice and prepped, depending on what they're going to be doing. But the the movements and the preparation are going to be the same, regardless of whether or not you're doing the assessment. We do that on purpose, right? So it's like the people are doing the same sorts of thing in class. The uh, goal is to level up the system and there's no score here because pretty much everyone who is doing this is doing the assessment. They're not doing the the uh, other, the optional workout. So if you can get your folks to assess, it's really super handy to just have this in the, in the uh, class to be able to do the system, breathe and burn in a full body burn. It kind of morphs as we go, as the reps increase and the, the, it's getting more and more dense burpees over kettlebell, you know, kind of keep deeper and deeper sets. And then the levels consideration is kettlebell and API. So Brian, tell us about this one. 
Uh, so we'll, we'll talk about the, the alternative workout first, and then we'll get into the assessment. But the, this workout really is going to be about smooth movement early on. If you're rushing through the 4, 8, and 12, you're just going to put yourself in a hole that you likely will not be able to get out of. So real steady on those 4, 8, and 12, and then just carry that into the 16 and 20. You won't really be able to rush through a set of 16 and 20 kettlebell snatches and burpees. So we, there's no reason to start that rushing uh, mentality in those early rounds. So real smooth. And then, you know, once you get down to the last minute or two, then you can, you can start to pick up the pace and finish fast. But save it for those last two minutes because you can blow yourself out pretty easy in those first couple rounds, even for the earlier levels that are doing bodybuilders and, and kettlebell swings. Um, bodybuilders aren't necessarily easier than burpees, as we probably have all learned the last few few weeks or few months because we've been throwing them in for the, the higher levels. So taking it easy in those early rounds, even though it's only 10 minutes, it will save you later on. Uh, and then the kettlebell assessment, I'm sure you guys, a lot of you guys have a lot of experience with this already, whether you've done it multiple times, you've coached it multiple times, you really need to focus on efficiency of movement. So those kettlebell swings need to be super tight. Single arm kettlebell swings need to be super tight. Kettlebell snatches need to be super tight, particularly the kettlebell snatches in order to make the time every minute. If you, especially when we're up in the higher, higher rep ranges, I'm going to look at the map right now. I don't have all of them memorized, but you know, once we get into the 24 a minute uh, on the swings, uh, 24 a minute on the single arm swings, that's a lot of reps, right? That's a ton of time to spend within the minute. So if it's not efficient, you're likely going to start running close to that minute. And then it just becomes 10 minutes straight of kettlebells. And you're probably not going to be able to hold that. So really efficient, crisp movement. Anytime we're resting, deep breaths, shake the hands out, grab some chalk and just stay calm. The first five minutes are going to be pretty easy. The last five minutes will not be easy. So as long as we're aware of that, and as long as you're communicating that, that there is that tipping point of five minutes that it's going to get tough. Um, most people have no trouble as they get into that back half. I think it's the, you know, people that get a little bit um, too comfortable in those first few rounds. They're kind of just going through the movements. They think it's going to be super easy all the way through. And then all of a sudden it hits them. They haven't been moving well. They haven't been breathing. And then, you know, it falls off at the six, seven minute mark. Yeah. The, the kettlebell assessment is one of the most difficult ones, mainly just because of familiarity and understanding yeah. the virtuosity aspects of the kettlebell world. Right. And that's one of the big reasons why the kettlebell assessment is on the map yeah. is because it's a skill and it's a, you can really refine your technique and get good at it. It's really, this one's really unique compared to even just every workout we do throughout the, you know, throughout the year, like the kettlebell assessments different than, than any type of workout because of that on the minute um, fatigue that happens. Like the it's, it's a sudden shift at like five or six minutes, you know, when all of a sudden it's not easy anymore to Threshold. do the 20 reps. Yeah. There's this, and it's quick. We're yeah. like API, you know, API is hard, but you, you know, you feel the build throughout. It's a gradual discomfort where the and kettlebell that, swing, it's like. That really does okay. go to stamina fatigue, right? So that's, it's yeah. a good, it's a side note, but like a, a great mm -hmm. example of stamina fatigue. I mean, you have it in like the handstand pushup or the pushup. So once someone hits mm -hmm. failure on a pushup. Yeah it's like, Ooh, that's yeah, bad. It's, like, it's like, it's, bah, you know, you're not going to get yeah. it back. You're, it's you, just you unique keep, because the yeah. push up, it's not going to feel that bad when that happens. 
this it's like all of a sudden your whole body is just on your whole fire, body yeah you know sure. yeah and so yeah keep that in mind uh, it is a skill set that's why we like to familiarity is a big part of that skill set getting the reps yeah in, absolutely and that's why in our extra credits why we have them uh not today obviously but in the previous the previous weeks we've had the kettlebell progression, just a very simple progression, mainly to increase familiarity. So once, once we're done with that, we have some mobility here to round up the day, extra credit, standing straddle, lizard, seated, quad stretch, pigeon. We give specific recommendations. Now you can just assign this to people, right? That's the whole idea. Don't have to think about it. You know, it's going to be good. You just give it to them. You can adjust these if you want, if you, or people can adjust them too. members. If they're like, Oh yeah, I need more work on this. So this workout, when you take a look here, uh, breathing and burning will increase with each minute of the assessment into almost a full body burn feeling by the end. Right. So it just continues to build. It, it, it's a, similar to how the row is where you hold the pace and it feels real easy in the beginning. Mm -hmm. and then like midway through 15 minutes, 16 minutes for the row assessment. If you've been doing it, if you're pacing properly, it starts to get real tough. And the same thing happens with the uh, kettlebell assessment, but it's like around six, seven, eight minutes. You're like, Ooh, yeah, it's getting tough here. <laughs> you just got to maintain that, that positioning in your body. So that was your Thursday. And sorry, if I keep hitting my microphone, can you hear that when I hit the microphone, Brian? I, it's not too bad. Like not, not noticeable. Bad. Okay. I yeah. I got this little call center headset that I'm trying out. So it's kind of funny because <laughs> uh, it's like, feels like I have a phone, you know, which is kind of yeah. nice, but um, okay. So Friday, we have 12 days of Christmas, right? So this is our final day of the week. Just as a reminder, after this, tomorrow will be, uh, if I'm on this day, tomorrow is Christmas. So there's no workout on Christmas. The, so just kind of keeping that in mind, if you are following weeks behind to put, put something in here, 12 days of Christmas, it, I'm not going to go through all these. It's basically every movement there is. You can read it because uh, it's kind of yeah. ridiculous. But the, the way this one goes is you go one, one, two, one, two, three, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, five, and so on all the way down until the final round is one through 12, right? And uh, just knowing that uh, it's a little, it can be a little confusing. It's a long workout though. So we're going to start with some running or rowing to warm up some strict presses, back squats, light, light weight, adding a little bit of weight if needed, 20 second planks, the workout. And for out of curiosity, Brian, why did you pick back squats here? Why did I pick back squats? I, I don't, I just like to warm up with the back squat. And if we have it in the rack already. Um, oh, the, for, yeah. from the strict press. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 Well, I already have it in the rack usually. So just empty barbell, just nice and easy. You're just warming things yeah. up. And uh, the goal on this workout, 12 days of Christmas is to finish the system is breathe and burn. And the overall, the considerations is, uh, is your overall level, right? Because everything is in here it's pretty much just go off of your overall level. It'll be a good, a good balance. Now you can make adjustments if you, if you want, but that's a good guideline. Weather modifications. If it's too cold or wet to run, you can sub rowing or 60 cal bike uh, as needed, right? So looking at this last round here, you see this 100, 1200 meter run, the uh, you would sub that in with the 60 cal bike or the rowing. So yeah, Brian, did you actually do this one? do the have i done the workout oh no did, like in I've class done the did, workout did you no we didn't we didn't do because this, it's not we, christmas this is, right yeah this is the same workout we've ran the last two years i believe so we have done it before it works it runs very smoothly um especially i think it's cool the the little barbell um complex we have in the middle there with the deadlifts power planes and thrusters 
And I just remembered exactly why I put back squats in there. So the back squats a little has a little more hinge in it. So we're kind of warming up with the deadlifts, thrusters, and the power cleans at the same mm. time with the back squat. And obviously, usually we'd match almost one to one and make sure all movement patterns are covered. But you know, today we kind of have to do our best because we're not going to do eleven different movements, twelve different movements in the warm up. Uh, so yeah, this workout runs. One, two, one, three, two, one, four, three, two, one. I think Nathan might have said it the opposite way, but you're going oh. up to the top and then back down. Up to oh the yeah, top I did. I did say the other, the opposite way. <laughs> yeah, and it, we have instructions down here if Nathan wants to scroll down a little bit. So we have the full like, yeah, do this, this, this. So, and I'm sure you guys have done this type of workout before, but with with these really long workouts, these you know like hero workouts, these specialty workouts, it's just about consistently moving through this, so we're not in a hurry. You're just accepting this is going to be 30 to 40 minutes and we're just consistently moving and breathing all the way through. Um, that way you don't get caught up early on because if you do go fast and you could definitely go fast in these first, you know, five, four, three, two, one, but then you're going to have to come back around to those chest of our pull-ups. We're going to have to come back around to those thrusters every single time. So if you're going a little too fast, that fatigue will build up pretty quick. So real That's steady. It. And just oh, clarity on that, right? It's one, two, one, three, two, one. Four, three, two, one. Okay, so just so everybody yeah. knows, and I have it <laughs> Say on that a few more times. Yeah, yeah. a voice. We have it on record. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so, I mean, even if you did do it the other way, it doesn't really yeah, matter. It's the same honestly, volume. Yeah, yeah, it's the same on. volume, but don't do it the other way because it doesn't yeah. flow as well. I don't think. Yeah, for um, sure, because the the complex yeah. goes deadlift, power clean, thruster, right? Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's a, it's going Perfect. backwards. Uh, so the uh, breathing, we're increasing breathing and heart rate with a light burn underlying throughout. So this is the end of the week, Friday. Uh, again, just one more time. If you are doing that Saturday workout, just pull one from a, a day that you haven't done or pulling it from previous, you know, m weeks and months. Uh, but if you have any questions about it, let us know as a reminder, also weekly survey, please fill out our weekly survey. We really appreciate it. We, this is how we gauge our, our, this is our scorecard. The weekly survey is our scorecard, which means it's, it's what we're tracking. It's the numbers we're tracking. And so we have a simultaneously taking individual feedback, but also getting a gauge of how we're doing overall at a high level. So we can have a c consistent pulse on how everyone's feeling about everything. So yeah, mm -hmm. fill that survey out. Super important. Brian, you have anything else that you want to talk about? Nope. I don't think so. I think we covered everything. Um, yeah. We'll talk to you guys next week. Cool. All right, guys. We'll see you next time.